to What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and hey, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone's had a great, fabulous week so far. We are dead in the middle of August, and there's, you know, a lot going on. I'm sure you're on vacation. Maybe you're taking a run. You're listening to this while you're getting some exercise or stuck in traffic. I've been stuck in a lot of traffic. I don't know about you guys, but I live in Los Angeles, and it feels like the entire city is under construction. Um, so hopefully this will make your uh, drive better to work, or maybe you're cleaning, cleaning the house. Maybe it'll make your cleaning experience a little better. I don't know. But all I have to say is thank you so much for tuning in. I love my listeners. What's up, meatballs? If this is your first time tuning in, call my listeners meatballs because I love a good meatball. Um, so much has happened. I'm so sorry I didn't release a podcast episode last week. I started a few new little side jobs and things just got really busy. And I want to produce good, solid, entertaining content for you guys. So I didn't just want to put anything out. Um, so I apologize again, but I have a lot of exciting ones coming up for you. I have Jay Washington, who's actually a professional wrestler and a stand-up comedian. He's going to be on the podcast next week. He's awesome. Um, and I also want to say, I hope you guys listened to the last episode, Lacey Phillips from To Be Magnetic. She was so inspiring and there's so much good info in there, whether you're going through a tough time or you're living your best life and you just need to be reminded to definitely step into your authentic self and your strength. My favorite thing she said in the podcast was I'm 100% my worth and fuck off if you don't like it. Um, yeah, she's great. So listen to it. We go way back and we talk about how we met 10 years ago and it's, it's cool because I've seen her basically go from, you know, an actress in Hollywood to now she basically has a manifestation empire. Uh, so yeah, listen to that one. And also, please, please, please don't forget, share with your friends. I find that's how I like to hear about podcasts. I think it's the best way. So, uh, yeah, let them know about What's Your Jersey. And also, let me know what you guys want to hear and what you want us to talk about on What's Your Jersey. Uh, We have football season coming up. There's a lot of things that... um, I don't know, are exciting and in the works. And especially for you listeners that don't know much about football or sports, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about it and breaking it down. So it's fun and exciting and you won't want to, you know, fall asleep when you're sitting with your boyfriend at the sports bar because you'll know what the fuck is going on. Um, So yeah, anyway, I want to get right to the podcast before we get to it. I do have stand-up dates coming up. If you're in Los Angeles, This coming week on Tuesday, I'll be performing at the goddamn Comedy Jam. Uh, The lineup is amazing. I definitely recommend you guys coming. I'm actually just dancing on this one. I helped choreograph one of the numbers. And it's a surprise, but I will be back up dancing for Justin Martindale and Justine Marino. They've both been on the podcast, is also dancing with me. But it's such a good show, guys. You don't want to miss it. Brad Williams is on it. Jim Jeffries, Kelsey Cook, Josh Anna Myers is the host. It's stand-up, but there's a band behind the stand-up, so everyone's going to be singing a song. And it's just, it's awesome. So... Yeah, I'll be posting um, ticket links and all that, but it's Tuesday, 
Today is Tuesday. Let me look at my calendar so I don't tell you guys the wrong date. Tuesday, August 20th at the Roxy. I think it starts at 8 p.m., but I'll be posting info on that. And then I'm at the Dojo of Comedy. That's August 28th on the Eskimo Sister Show. I feel like that's going to be very interesting and fun. Um, and then in September... I don't have the exact dates yet, but I will be performing in New York City and New Jersey. So my East Coast meatballs uh, definitely come out to those. And then possibly in October, I'll be doing shows in Boston. So yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. But I post all show dates and information and all that good stuff on um, social media at Jacqueline Marfuji. That's J-A-C-L-Y-N. M-A-R-F-U-G-G-I. I also produce a um, monthly show out here, Fuck, Mary Kill Comedy. And that we haven't locked down the date, but I think it might be on September 11th. So, yeah, look out for all those dates. And if you're in Los Angeles, I teach Playo Jam classes. I talk a lot about them on my podcast. They're really, really fun, especially if you like to burn a lot of calories, get your heart rate up, sweat, and dance. Uh, so come to those. I post all of my class times. And if you're not in Los Angeles, I do their online videos. So you can work out with me at home. So you don't even have to leave your house. And there's a special promo code for the online video. So if you just go to plyojam.com, you can save, I think it's 20%, but it might even be more. And my promo code is meatballs. Shocker. I know. Uh, So yeah, that's it. I hope you guys are, yeah, just having a great summer. And uh, let me know how you're doing. Email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com or just slide into the DMs, guys. Uh, and without further ado, I, you're going to be obsessed with my um, guest this week because she's just very, she is who she is, authentically herself. Um, she is a dry cleaning heiress, uh, but she most importantly is a comedian and writer and so funny. And she drops a lot of good wisdom, especially towards the end. So make sure you listen to the entire podcast. And yeah, again, please rate, review, be nice and share with your friends. Thank you for listening, Meatballs. And without further ado, here's Ariana Bossery. All right, Meatballs. I am sitting across from royalty right now. Um, also, she has the best boobs, I think, of anyone that's been on the podcast, and they're just great, and she's eating CBD donuts and just living her best life next to her Britney Spears candles. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I am so excited because she's one of the funniest fucking people I've seen on stage and in person, and I feel like you are the type of person that you're 100% authentically yourself, and you don't give a fuck, and that's what we love here. And, um, yeah, she's a writer, comedian, the Paris Hilton of dry cleaning. <laughs> You're an heiress to a dry cleaning empire. <laughs> Guys, welcome Ariana Bossery. Did- Hi, Bossery. Hi. Bossery, it's totally God damn fine. it. It's totally cool. Thank you so much. I love the compliments. I'll go on any podcast for right? <laughs> the intros. <laughs> Honestly, I'm thrilled. I know. I just want to, like, weave together all the intros that I've ever, like, had. Like that would just if you're ever having a bad day, just like do sound bites from every podcast you've been on. I'd be like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I'm the shit. It's really great. Where's my Emmy? It's a really great affirmation (laughs) in general, just my intro. We were talking about your day today and Oh my god. No, I I love how like you were hustling and so busy but basically didn't leave your house. Yeah, no, it's that's kind of what we deal with. Yeah, it sucks. It's so much of like texting and emailing and organizing on Mm. our phones and like the stories. Mm-hmm. Like I Instagram story, like it is my job, which 
I, if you're not getting paid for it, you should be getting paid for it because your stories, I can get lost for like an hour watching your shit. Um, so Thank you. Well, I whatever. mean, I have gotten like reality pitches for it yes. and like been brought in for reality. I like made it very far in the Shaws of Sunset casting. Stop. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my God, stop. Yeah, so now I'm working with a different producer. So it's like, hopefully my stories become just a show because yeah. right now it's too much work for me to do just for free <laughs> yes yeah you're too hot to work for free oh my goodness thank you so much do you, you know too. oh thank you <laughs> all right um getting off to a great start mm-hmm. um i'm sipping summer water um but ariana has a sinus infection so yeah that's why i sound extra hot today <laughs> <laughs> i love it when i get sick i feel like i sound sexier no i like a raspy voice which was more me in las vegas this weekend now we're turning it more top in the head where yeah. it's getting more nasal like Fran versus Drescher. like Hey, like, yeah, I'm more Fran and less like any smoker. <laughs> I'd rather sound like a smoker. Uh, like 100% a all the time. Hot rasp. Yes, but I'm excited to be here. The CBD cupcake is a gorgeous <laughs> dream. I wasn't expecting any of these things. Um, I am so shocked that you even considered doing Shaws of Sunset. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about that. Okay, like, yeah. It's not leaving my brain. A, because I think they're, like, fascinating and I love watching them. But, like, I think you're funnier and, like, more naturally pretty and just, like, cooler. Thank you so much. Like, I'd rather watch you. Um, I once had an Uber driver tell me I looked like one of the chicks on it. And then somehow he found me on Facebook. Ew. Ew. No. Right? Like, immediately. Um, I don't know how he did it. That's so scary to me, first of all. Second of all, sent me a picture of her and was like, are you her? And I'm like, you found my name. And you know it's not me. Exactly. <laughs> that is such an invasion. It's so creepy. <laughs> it's the worst. Who do people tell? Does anyone, like, tell you you look like someone? Yesterday, I was actually at drinks at Laurel Hardware, and this guy was like, do you work at the Grove? So, I mean, does is that a famous person? <laughs> totally. I was like, no. I said, what store? He was like, it's a woman's clothing store. And I was like, you don't even know the name of the store? His game is terrible. I know. No, it's not okay. So, yeah, sometimes I get mistaken for celebrities like employees at the Grove. <laughs> like an employee at Topshop. Yeah. No, I don't really think I look... Sometimes I'll get tagged in, like, some Instagram girl, and I'll be like, I don't think we look alike. No, and I feel like it's good that you don't really look like anyone. You look like you. I don't think you you do either. Thank you. You're so welcome. We're unique. We're exactly. God damn it. Um, So you were just in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I got back Sunday. Holy shit. I was obsessed (laughs) with all of your... You were eating a shoe in a lot of pictures. Oh, my God. Can you tell the meatballs? stupid. (laughs) I mean... Ugh, it's so hard to go on a trip and not be like, I better get a good gram. It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's annoying and you have to do it. You have to. So I'm in the club at the table trying to like flex on everyone. Like, look, I have this table and every single picture. I just have my friend's heel in my mouth as mm-hmm. if that's some like sexy. Ew. No, but it's like on brand with you. <laughs> I know. There are so many of them and they're just not cute pictures. We have to take like a hundred to get one. Oh my God. I know. And then it was like my friend who is the bachelorette was like getting impatient and she like wanted to be in the moment. And I was like, oh, one more. Just get one more. I know. Um, Yes. I was in Las Vegas. We got a stripper. He didn't show his dick. So that was my biggest complaint of the weekend. You're like, what's the point? Literally. I said, what's the point? Yeah. Um, 
We see more at like crunch on oh sunset. My God. Also, he wasn't that hot. I was like, the last two guys I've hooked up with were hotter than the stripper. Oh, that's so disappointing. I know. Did you go like we went to Thunder from Down Under? I love Thunder from Down Under. It's so fun. I've been twice. Big fan. Yes. But no, we had a stripper come to the to the room like a suite. Like some of the girls got a suite, so we all like congregated there. Yes. So he came through doing this whole like Fifty Shades. It's like the very typical white girl package, oh, <laughs> like the wow. Fifty Shades soundtrack he shows up in a suit we get it it feels safe or something i love a suit though i love a guy ripping you should have seen this it was you saw the shoes right he was wearing these like payless no slip on yeah i showed stories where i'm just like honestly the worst part about this is his shoes (laughs) they were and his socks were bad they were like gray with a black they were ankle socks with a gray with a black no. trim no yes no i love a good like loafer no sock situation on a guy first of all which i know How is a little creepy like, i know <laughs> their feet are gonna be sweaty and smell i know i just like it it's like what do you do about the smell weird, i've never encountered the smell it's actually not been terrible i picture picture like That's an east coast thing <laughs> you have that east coast thing you also are a dry cleaning heiress. I feel like you're very clean. I feel like <laughs> that's kind of the problem. Everyone expects everything to be so clean all the time. Yes. And it's like my jeans, I have not washed in like a month. Well, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. How often? I should I know mean, the answer. You should be right? asking me. <laughs> I'm like every week once. I know. No, no. I usually go like week and a half, two weeks. Maybe. Well, that's not a long time. <laughs> it's really not. It's not. Um, have you binge watched the new season of Glow yet? No. Oh, my I God. I think Netflix does a weird job letting me forget about shows. Really? The the billboards on Sunset? <laughs> but but <laughs> on my Netflix, it doesn't pop right up. What pops right up? It's like Orange is the New Black. And this season, I understand what they're doing, but it hasn't been fun to watch. I haven't watched it in it's a while. Been very, it's very political this season. Okay. And it's mostly about like ice detainees. And it's, it's not fun that's to not watch. why we watch orange is the new black that's what i'm saying like there's been no lesbian shit no. i mean there's a little lesbian shit but she got deported you know <laughs> of course spoiler alert <laughs> no thank you well glow the entire season is in vegas so that's so fun you would have had like you would have been very actually no since you just got back like you'll be all about it because you're like mm. oh my god i was there like do you are you a vegas person or not i love it you love it love it yeah <sighs> I can do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm the person who can, like, go to my therapist for, like, three weeks in advance being like, I have Las Vegas coming up. I can prepare for it, and I can be successful at it, but I don't thrive on it. Okay. I think I did very well. The problem is also when I get drunk in, like, a foreign environment, yes. I worry about my safety. Okay. That's so smart. I don't just, like, let go, and I'm, like, showing my nips everywhere. No. I'm more, like... I turn into like a sim and I'm just like on autopilot. Oh, yes. Walking around just like, when am I going to go home? (laughs) (laughs) At 2 a.m. I was like, apologize to the girls the next day. being like, sorry, I didn't say bye to anyone. And they were like, yes, you did. You told everyone you were leaving at 2 and then at 2 you left. (laughs) And you're like, oh. Oh, okay. Whoopsie. I'm even responsible wasted. You really are. I like that. I respect that. I think I'm a lot more responsible than people assume or think. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. like, and, and I think you should keep that up. Thank you. Yeah. Do you go to Vegas a lot? I don't go that that much. I was there for my birthday. When was that? That was in June. And recent. Yes, it was very recent. It was a very last minute thing. Like, 
yeah, it was it was a did fun you see Britney perform? Not this time she wasn't there anymore, but I did see but Christina have- perform in the theater that Britney performed in, which I am they must have given her so much money. Could you imagine them being like, Oh, we know Britney just left and like she had her residency here for years, but like here you can take it for a little bit. Yeah. Like that's awkward. I know. Were you always a Britney person or were you a Christina? Always Britney. Always Britney. We have that. We do. That's our thing. I mean, one of my favorite things about you is your stronger Britney poster. <laughs> I in know. Your- and then I bought like on the street in WeHo. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, it was like they were doing a, like a yard sale-ish on the street. And I had my friend pull over. And I was like, I need to buy that. That's amazing. And I've had it up in my apartment. <laughs> it's the be- It's like a co-star in your IG. Story. I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. It's like creepily in the back of everything. I love Brittany. I did get to see her. So when my sister turned 21, and now she's 24, so three years ago, we went with my parents and my sister. Oh, my God. So we did like the parent day stuff, went to Britney Spears, and then at night, my sister and I like went to the clubs. Yeah, I mean, you and your sister need your own reality show. Yeah, I know, right? Okay, you also (laughs) told me that there was a male comic that basically DM'd you and, like, was like, is your sister single? Like, wanted to hook up with your sister. It happens all the time. I mean, do you, are you like, yeah, cool, or are you like, what the fuck? I mean, it's happened a few times where a comic has messaged both of us and then pursued only her. Oh. Which, as a comic, would make more sense. Yeah. Like, stay out of the comedy ring the comedy pool i mean i did a show in new york two weeks ago when i was there and someone on the show there actually lives in la and he through my instagram i assume saw my sister and dm'd her being like hey you should come to the show and it was like with another comic who had already messaged my sister oh wow so you know it is what it is She's hot. She is hot. But you're She's really hot. you know what the Thank cool you. thing about you guys is where i feel like you don't have to compete at all but you guys look so different People think we either look so different or exactly the same. Really? What do you think? I think we're very different. I mean, I obviously have like 30 pounds on her and I have dark hair. And that's enough for most people <laughs> to <laughs> think that we look very different. But some people are like, think we're twins or ask who's older. Which, I mean, that works for you. Yes. You know. <laughs> no, it's working out. That probably pisses her off a little bit. No, and Is it, she funny like you? She's really funny and really clever. But she's more like secretive about it. Oh, I love that. I always wish I was like that. I know. Mysterious? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never been mysterious a uh-uh. day in my life. <laughs> you know exactly what's happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the time. Also, my face is just... Can't hide it. I can't hide shit. Considering no. I've had like Botox for the last six years, I still am so transparent. I, I love the fact that you, you get started early with this maintenance. I started literally when I was 23. Oh, my. Okay. So was that like... Okay. You grew up in... Was it Merino? Pasadena? Pasadena, okay. I don't know where I got Marino. Oh, San, San Marino. Marino. San, San Marino. Marino's next to Pasadena, so I just say Pasadena because okay. it's more known. So was it like every girl no. was doing all that or you were just like, I have a vision, I want to stay maintained? Me. Your, my mom did that too. She would like wince when I moved my forehead. Oh my God, that's like, so It physically funny. hurt her. <laughs> so she started me very young and now it's like, now I have to pay for it. Oh, that's... So it's annoying because you kind of start someone on something and then you just like let them on their own. Exactly. No, like you should keep maintaining mom. I know. No, my mom never was like, go get Botox. But like with the hair, like, you know, we we did highlights at a very young age, Mm. like waxing, all all that stuff. Manicures was always a big deal. Yes, yes. Everything had to be maintained. I like that, though. Which I appreciate. I I do appreciate it because, you know, we're my mom's inconsistent. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
it doesn't make sense because she was always like, you're the most beautiful thing in the world. So I kind of had this confusing like antibody dysmorphia where like even in college when I gained weight and I like dyed my hair black and my skin was like so pale, I thought I was the hottest shit. And then it's like I got a nose job pretty much later. Like I was 26. When I got a nose how, job. I'm sorry. How does that happen? How are you at 26? Like, you know what? It was because of my sinuses. Ironically, I know that they're like flaring up. So I was like going to get the surgery for my sinuses. They're like, oh, the plastic surgeon's also here if you wanted to come in. And I was like, of course. Duh. I just like the idea. I never had a complex about my nose. Okay. Truly. I never realized it. And now that I've gotten a nose job, I'm like, oh, thank God. Or I'm like, oh, I'm so much hotter now. Or I look back at those photos and I'm grateful I did it. But I never specifically wanted it. See, I'm the opposite where I used to draw with black pen on pictures, like a smaller, just to see what a smaller nose looked like. And I finally, like my dad would always be like, you know what? Let's wait until you like grow into it. Like, let's wait. Let's wait. And now I'm just too lazy. I'm like, you know what? I like your nose. I feel like it fits your face perfectly. Yeah, it's round. It's just a round little ball on the end just like the whole face I'm okay with it though but like I I always had a complex but now I'm like whatever yeah I think it's it's very weird to not have a complex and to get the surgery (laughs) (laughs) was your doctor just like very convincing no no not at all he was like you could do nothing or I can like take up your left nostril a little bit like even it out and my face is so little uh-huh it really is you do have a tiny face i have a tiny face yeah and i have a tiny forehead so he pretty much was just like we're keeping your nose the same we're just making it match your face okay and he did such a natural job i swear four people have gotten nose jobs with him since me mm-hmm. four like just, just from how natural and off your face he does a very he's so annoyingly natural like he does my lip injections and he will not make me look like i would never have guessed that you had lip injections exactly guys what's his name tell us dr carlo henrado (laughs) he just (laughs) made so excited he made my nose he made my lips he does my botox now he's so good and so natural and literally people have fully gotten nose jobs because i did guys um, I'll, I'll put the name Shout in out. the episode notes. <laughs> Shout out. I feel He's like in he Century should. City. He's also very zen. So you wouldn't think that your plastic surgeon would have crystals in his office. Oh, I like that. He's very like, we'll look in my nose and be like, you're not healing well. Like, what's going on in your life? Align my chakras. Oh, my god! And he like went to Columbia. You know, oh. it's like one of those things where you're like, Wow. I just want to go there and like he does chill skin with him. stuff. He's my friend had acne scars. He like lasered them. He does all these different things. Okay, I'm into it. I'm 100 percent there. Are you into like actual crystals like in your actual like normal day life? I have them. You, I don't know the names of them. I that's kind of where I'm at. You yeah. know, like I don't carry them around in my bra. Like I'm not like putting no. them under my pillow. But like I respect them. I have it. I have some like Palo Santo. Is that what it's called? Yes, you like it is. burn Very it. Good. I did some of that today. I have sage. I understand energy and I, I fuck with it, but I'm also like. You're like, eh. Take early. You're not yeah. like crap daddy. I think you do whatever feels good. Exactly. And makes sense at that moment. Mm. I actually went to a spiritual healer for the first time this week. God, I feel like what a, a lot of firsts this week. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God. What day is it? Thursday. <laughs> I think I went to him on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, well, after Vegas, you need it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting because he's all about energy. I assume crystals is only our first time. So I don't know. It's, I think that anything like that is you take what works and you leave what doesn't. What did he say to you? He's a, I mean, he mostly just explained energy and attracting things. And I'm like, I know this. I know this. Like, let's move let's through it. You know, stuff. it's like, I've, 
I understand. I've done the work. Yeah, I was like, just put some circles of energy around me. Like, I just wanted to pay him for to do what, you know? <laughs> to just make shit happen. And, and he actually like, no. had a really good point that I think applies to you. It applies to anyone who does comedy. He's like, you have to think about how your purpose is actually helping other people. Oh, and yeah. how you're not just being funny and your goal is not just money. Your goal is to be like helping people, putting them in a better mood, making them laugh. And, and forget then about their they, shit you know, forget about their shit or then they make other people happy. Like it's a chain reaction and that we're actually doing good. Oh my God. I love that. Because it's so easy to be like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> like we're just getting on stage reading. Yeah. Our and it's so like masturbatory when you think about it like that, or you could be like, wow, we're actually making the world a better place and we're actually bringing joy to people. Yeah. See, and we need that right now and we need that. Yes. So we're doing so much more than podcasting right now. We're actually making the world a better place. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope you guys can relate to all the things we're talking about. I know. We're very relatable right now. God, I'm so relatable with my nose job. and my. <laughs> Speaking of nose jobs, Beverly Hills 90210, the reboot. Have you watched any of it? I saw the trailer. The tra- it made me uncomfortable. It was. Okay, so I was so not into it. Like, I watched it as, like, the as, you know, a kid. And like way too early, like I was way too young to be watching it. Like I probably didn't understand half the shit that was going on, but I was obsessed to the point where like I made my parents like stand in line at an auto show where Jenny Garth was like signing autographs, like obsessed, had all the dot, like everything. And the reboot, I just wanted them to like leave it alone. And then the first episode was like kind of cringeworthy and it was like they're trying to do comedy, but they're like not comedic actors so it was very awkward i just watched the second episode okay, okay. guys stay on board damn it gets better it gets better no. i mean honestly i'm not gonna watch it I, <laughs> god damn it you're not what are you watching i didn't watch it before yeah so like why so would- when i see the trailer it just makes me like kind of feel uncomfortable it's so funny because i feel like like that's why it maybe won't do as well because there is an entire generation that's like we don't give a fuck right no i was more like all about the oc you were okay there you go i love the oc all about it what am i binging now well are you watching the hills because misha barton's on it oh my god she's how does how does that make you feel as an oc fan sad i saw her one time at the ace hotel Hell? Yeah, downtown. Yeah, and um, I saw her going to the bathroom, so I went into the bathroom, and she was like on the phone or talking to someone. Like she just had kind of like very basic sad girl problems, and I was like, no, come on, be better than she that. She was like some guy was ghosting her, and I was like, god damn. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't like to talk shit about you know the ladies trying to make it work, but it's a weird transition from. Very serious actress to the hills. I mean, her in The Sixth Sense, I'm sorry, loved it. (laughs) I don't even know if I saw The Sixth Sense. Oh, Ariana. I feel like I wasn't allowed. You're so, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was really scary. scary. Yeah, and you were really young. I love it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I want to get, so Mm -hmm. your jersey, and I'm saying that in quotes, is Pasadena. Okay. Okay. That basically the whole point of this is like we find out where you, where you're from and how you got to where you are. But Jersey in like is, a sports way? No. Well, I, it's like a play on words because oh. I'm from Jersey. So I say my Jersey's Jersey. It's a whole thing. Cute. Do you like sports? Um, no, I do have a Dodgers tattoo though. <laughs> Can you tell us how that happened? Um, I was about to turn 23 and I was like having this breakdown. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be so old. I need to be wild. I need to get a tattoo. And I got a small LA. I'll show it to you. Small LA tattoo on my butt and the guy like pushed down so hard it was like all smushy i've had it laser thinner twice stop 
if you slap it, like the ink raises. It was just done in such a shitty way. Um, and every time I go to a Dodgers game, everyone else has the same tattoo. And it feels nice to be part of a community. It's your tribe. <laughs> it's my tribe. <laughs> Um, oh my god, that's so funny! Thank so you. you're into the Dodgers. I'm. Sure. I haven't. Been, <laughs> I haven't been to a Dodgers game yet this year, and I'm Me very <laughs> sad about it. I know the first one I went to. It's too hot. It is really hot, like it is in my apartment right now. I apologize, <laughs> guys. My air conditioning has been broken for now three weeks. Um, my landlord's really on top of three fixing weeks. that. Yeah, it's been three weeks. We've and had. You have not broken up with your boyfriend. I, <laughs> we keep just looking at each other, just being like. <laughs> like it's tough it's real tough that would be enough for a breakup i know yeah that's how our strong our bond is i yes, guess you guys are strong guys we're really gonna make it we made it through three so. weeks in august and july with no air condition. oh my god i know wow yeah well we better go stay in a hotel tonight that's all i'm saying um so you I grew up that. in pasadena yes I want to know what you, I want to know how you got to this. Were you mm. literally just like out of the womb, just like, no, <laughs> nail, like her talents or what are on her fingers, like nails for days, hair for days, lashes for days, <laughs> legs for days, boobs for days. Like it's like all a thing and I love it. Thank you. But no, this has been quite a process. I was actually really shy. <laughs> I was like this very quiet, shy girl. I went to Jewish elementary school with nine total people. Oh until gosh. sixth grade. And then I went to public Asian school in San Marino. It was 80% Asian from seventh grade to senior year. In high school, I got like hot basic girl, like partied and like made out with people. Oh like junior, senior year. I mean, one of my favorite jokes is about um, that you dated all the black guys. I truly did. Can you please tell I say I joke? hooked up with every black guy in my high school. And now he's gay. <laughs> it's really about this guy, Brandon Brown, who really is gay. And I truly was fully in love with. Oh, yeah. I'm sure 100%. there's many that I've been in, like a lot of my theater crushes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I was always into like I did musical theater in high school. I did acting like my mom made me start improv classes when I was 10 because I was so shy. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. So then by the time I was a senior, I was Bomble Arena in Cats. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> Wait, I've seen those pictures. Yeah. Wait, we are going to post that with this podcast. I try to always bring them back. <laughs> they always need to be brought back for sure. Also, I want to know what you think of the Cats trailer. Oh my God, there's nothing scarier in the world. It's terrifying. It is so... I also didn't know that it was what I was about to watch. You know, I didn't know that they were CGIing. But it looks... Jennifer Hudson looks like a Snapchat filter. Like, it was like they didn't even try it's very hard. scary. Right? It's terrifying. I'm still going to see it. Everyone's going to see it. Yeah. I think that's kind of the interesting thing. They can fuck it up so hard and everyone's going to go, but they're just going to do it on drugs. Uh, Perfect. That's what everyone's been saying. Like, I'm going to drop acid. (laughs) There was people, I was out last night and people were like casually talking about how they just do acid here and there. A lot? Wow. I'm like, is that a thing? I've never done acid. People are bringing it back. That's scary. Sounds scary. Right? I, I'm not I'm not a it. good drug person. I'm not either. Everything, I love that. Yeah, I, I love, love that, that about us. us. Everyone expects us to be like, <laughs> we love Coke. And we're like, no. No, thank you. No, thanks. <laughs> and they also, I learned so much last night. Meatballs, maybe you learned too. Maybe you know this. That if you drop like acid or like certain kinds of molly, that, that you crave like raw fish. Ew, ew. Be, Right? Like sushi. They were like talking. It was like bros talking about how they went for like oysters and like Savi B, just like a crisp white wine while they were like oh, dropping it. It makes me acid. nervous that they would just like eat 
fish. I know. Like, not correct sushi. Uh. <laughs> like, that's what my mind went to. I mean, every time I, like, I've done Molly and I've just been like, oh my God, this is so bad for me. And I freak out and I try to, like, go buy vitamins and get better. <laughs> like, that's my move. It's like, how can I reverse this right now? Oh my gosh. I, that's exactly, I, I hate it. Paranoid. Hate it. I think the one time I, and I don't even know if it was Molly and mom. I'm sorry if you're listening. Um, I mean, my mom definitely is. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's her mom's name? Nicole. It's Nicole, but she says Nicole. Nicole. And also, do you go by her last name? No. Oh, okay. Because I Googled you and it looked, it, it listed her with the name that you go by and then your dad with a different last name. And I was so confused. What? Yeah. I'll show you after this. You need to check like your by bossery. Yeah. You need to check like your Wikipedia page. Like, do I have a Wikipedia there's page? There's like different information out there. I have a Reddit page. You do? I have a Reddit community. What do people say? What's on it? It's mostly like screenshots from my Instagram stories where it's like sexy oh that's much better i'm sure than what mine is do you have a reddit i, don't know. I haven't even looked we gotta look into we gotta it. check that um yeah i was at coachella and it was probably oh. one of the best like performances i had ever been to and that's how i know i was on molly because it was kanye west and it was <laughs> literally just like it was really cool though no i take that back it was when he did the dark fantasy like there was all these like I think there were American Ballet Theater like point ballet dancers on stage oh. like it was a whole production mm-hmm. it was it was really good but like it went by and it was just I, I was like I don't even know what just happened for the past hour but it was amazing so that's my only experience with that oh. I can't even go to Coachella that is my anxiety attack is that groups of people traffic yeah porter potties daytime drinking it's like all the things everyone expects me to like that i hate not into it well i'd rather no no (laughs) like my dream is like a pregame at nine rail shots show up to a bar leave by two eat food go to bed i love that you you admit to the eating food before bed thing because that's my absolute favorite thing to do what's your like go-to Astro Burger grilled cheese very good oh really um if you go to the den there's that it's not pink taco. It's the like La Taqueria like, right Los there. Tacos, right Los there. tacos. Right there. Los tacos. Um, they have a really great chicken quesadilla. Um, my favorite. I, you know, I, I fuck with a lot of things. Pizza. What, okay. Someone actually, a listener wrote in because I Ooh. asked people what they wanted us um, to talk about. Oh, and I love that. someone wanted to know because I, I do a joke. And I talk about bacon pineapple pizza dipped in ranch dressing. And they wanted to know if you would eat bacon pineapple pizza. Yes. Yes. I know that there's this whole movement on the internet that we hate pineapple on pizza, but... I am obsessed. I love it. I'm down with it. I don't seek it out, but if it's there, I'm down. I love a good, like, salty-sweet combo. Yeah, it's not bad. I've had pineapple on tacos, too. Have you had that? You know, like those taco stands that like cut off the pineapple and, you know, like shave it off. Yeah. I'm down. You're not mad I like ranch with pizza. That's a good move. That's why I knew I liked you. Right? Yeah. I always say I'm Italian, which is like Persian with pizza. Ha. Like that's us. I love that. I love that. (laughs) What do you usually get on your pizza? I used to be really big Domino's girl, which I know isn't cool. Um, no, that's what I, my, that's my go-to. Okay, great. I was hungover <laughs> last Monday and I ordered a thin crust Domino's. Okay. Thin crust is the best one I to get. I love thin crust. Yes. I call it like a baked Cheez-It. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Um, I like to get it with green peppers, banana peppers, onions. 
Okay. Light sauce. I feel like you would like sauce. No, 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 no. Light huh. sauce. No, I'm not a big sauce person. I'm a light sauce person. Yeah. More I'm, cheesy. Exactly. I got extra cheese on it. I almost ruined it, though. It was, like, too aggressive. Mm, I like it. When it's thin, you can just eat the whole thing. Right. I do have to give a shout-out, and I feel like you'll be able to understand this shout-out. Okay. So today... We wake up to, like, a family group text. Do you guys do, like, group texts with the fam? Yeah, but we're bad at it. <laughs> we are, too. Like, we're not, like, one, like my boyfriend's family, like, they all do it all, all, all day, every day. And but like how many people are involved in these threads? God, his is a lot. There's five kids and then the parents. So mine is just my dad, my brother, my mom, and I. That's, like, my family. Yeah, we're a foursome. And so my dad texted us and was like, hey, um, I'm going to be interviewed at the New York Stock Exchange today. Um, it's going to be on this thing, like the Cheddar TV network. And it was so freaking cute. I love that. He was so good. And I, we were, I was with Justine Marino, who's been on the podcast. We were at Millennium, like rehearsing for a show. And I was like, we have to stop. I was like, we yeah. need to watch Phil. <laughs> That's so cute. I love a cute dad. Oh my god, he was so good. I felt like a dance mom. Like I felt like a proud pageant I know, mom. I know, I love that. Yeah, I took all the videos. So shout out <laughs> Phil Marfuji Senior. You yes. killed it. That's so cute. How old's your brother? You should date him. Yeah. Um, he is. And that's, I have like a hotter sibling too. Not that I think your sister's hotter, but like. No, no, no. Every, I'm down. Yeah. I'm subscribing. <laughs> exactly. Where is your brother? Well, he's in Sweden right now for work. But I know that's tough. He'll be back in a week. It's oh, fine. yeah. How old is he, though? He's 33. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he's perfect age for you. He's but amazing. Is he down? He's down, and he loves funny people. Really? Yeah, he does. He's he's a fan he's of it. He's 33. Yeah, and he's uh, he works in, like, the soccer industry. Where he used to be a he professional. Where live in L.A.? He just moved to a place in Santa Monica, which, yay, I know. It's like a long-distance relationship. Well, that means he's straight and yeah. hot. Exactly. <laughs> Does your sister live in Santa Monica? Yes, she does. There. See, I see you. You go out there, though. I know you make you the You see me when I go out there. And let me tell you, I usually fuck. <laughs> Phil, are you listening? <laughs> Phil, listen. I'm down. I don't usually sound like this. <laughs> no, it's cute. Um, yeah. Thank you. I feel like it would be great. I feel. I already feel like you're kind of like a little sister to me, so it would be perfect. I'm down. Guys, you heard it here first. Like, I am literally. I want to meet your brother. Yeah, you guys, will, when, we'll organize the whole thing. We'll do a thing. But he has to love me. Yeah. <laughs> I need him to be obsessed with me before we meet. Oh, okay. So I got to start, like, dropping, like, Yeah, like, and... show, show me to him first. Perfect. And exactly. have him be like, I want to meet her. Because he needs to like you a little more than you like him. I know. I've been seeing someone who I just can tell is not going to be obsessed with me, and I'm like, what's just... the point? It's so, like, oh, I'm bored. Now, how did you guys meet? This guy? Yeah. It was like, we matched on Raya. He said something. I responded. A month later, he DM'd me. After, yeah. That sounds infuriating. about right. And he's like, hey, we have the same last name. Do you? Yeah, we're like one letter off. <laughs> it's like, he's Basiri. I'm Bossery. He's Persian and from LA. So this whole time I've been like calling him my boyfriend brother and he does not think it's funny. He, he hates it. it. Oh, no, he no. gets it. He just hates it. <laughs> he's just like, that's so gross. Now he's kind of leaning into it, but he's leaving for two and a half weeks for Germany. He like left today and he's like, so while I'm gone, like make sure guys like wrap it up with you. So he, instead of being like, don't hook up with anyone, <laughs> he's like, just be Wrap safe. I think that's just his subtle way of being like, actually, don't hook up with people. Do you think? Yeah. Because all I it's do. making me do is want to fuck your brother. <laughs> Perfect. 
I don't know how edgy this podcast goes. It can be very edgy. Okay, good. Yeah, no, let's get it. I feel like people like hearing the real shit. And I, I feel mean, like that's really how I feel. I'm at this weird point. Like I'm turning 30 in October and I'm just kind of like. If you're not obsessed with me, then what are we doing? What's the point? No, I agree. Your birthday is October 29th. Yeah. My boyfriend's birthday is October 28th. You have a Scorpio boyfriend? Yeah. Tell me everything. We're like the horniest sign. I know. It's What's <laughs> yours? I'm a Gemini. Like my parents. Really? Both of them. They have the same birthday. Oh my God. That's adorable. Like year and everything. Shut up. Mm-hmm. When's their birthday? May 24th. Oh, I thought you were either going to say, so my dad is May 28th and I'm June 14th. I got like very excited wow. for a second there. So Gemini Scorpio. How do they function? How do they know which personality is talking to who? It is honestly very hard. <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like I have four parents and they're always, they have work mode and they have fun mode and it's so much to navigate. But yes, your boyfriend's a Scorpio. I'm jealous. I've always wanted to bang a Scorpio. I never have. You never. Well, I think the room would explode if you banged a Scorpio. I think that's what the problem is. Yeah. Like you would not break the internet. You would break your bed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have broken two beds. You. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And well, you're a Scorpio. So that makes sense. One was like, I was staying in my friend's house in Pennsylvania and it was mm-hmm. like his guest room where his grandma usually stayed and I banged his best friend from home. Great. And the bed broke and like how you can't explain like everyone knows what you were doing like how oh, do you yeah you like <laughs> and he's like that's where my grandma stays <laughs> well maybe she was doing a lot in there yeah, and it was about to break and then you just were <laughs> well, like listen, the straw that I'm here broke to break some beds and then i rebanged a guy that i lost my virginity to many years later and he was being like so gentle with me like as if i was still a virgin and i was like no and then he broke his bed oh my god I feel like that should be like your Raya profile. I'm here to break some beds. Yeah. <laughs> right. My song on Raya is She Bangs by Ricky Martin. My mom was like, take that song off. And oh I was God. like, no. <laughs> I'm obsessed with your parents. I just, okay, Thank we're going to introduce them into the podcast now. Um, the first time I, I, I guess I would say met, but not really. The first time I interacted with your parents was um, the first time I ever performed at the Laugh Factory. That's how we met. We were both on a Pretty Funny Women show. And I thought I was going to go on stage and do my like 10 minutes and just do my set. Guys, I literally turned my entire set into just roasting your father <laughs> oh my god now i remember yes and you were you you like were standing on the balcony and like you're like laughing and yelling oh down because god. he was front and center like front row and i literally he he has like a my dad energy where yeah. i was just it was too much for me were i had to call like it out sexy thing i was and he was just like la- like his face it was so it was like a dad's like <laughs> laugh where he was like i'm so awkward oh my god and i had to call it out and it was so great it was so now amazing. i remember yeah it was awesome That's a while ago that was the last i think that maybe that was two years ago it's possible yeah i think it was two years ago how long have you been doing stand-up i started actually i think it's seven years now shit i know right yeah it's a lot yeah wow i took i don't know about you and this <laughs> look at you just segueing away because i want to get into like when you started and all that mm-hmm. um I started and like with a bang, like I did pretty funny women and that, that was my go-to and was getting on shows. And then I remember I went to like a destination wedding and came back from it and then just like never went on stage again for like a year. (laughs) Like it just, I just stopped. And then I don't, I don't know why I, I then went to like an actor salon thing where it's like, 
kind of like a therapy group for like actors where you like support each other. It's called Actor Salon. Actor Salon. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, it, you have to like write goals. And I was like, okay, to do stand up again. And then I just never stopped after that. That's an energy thing. That's exact proof of an energy thing. I think you went on this vacation away and you were just like over it for a little bit. And then you decided that you want to do it again. And it just came to you. I love that. That you're right. Sometimes I'll be like, oh no, I'm not doing any shows this week. And then I'll realize like, oh, but I'm writing this pilot or I'm editing this thing. Like you'll see that like There's the universe will give you time to do things or like sometimes you need a break. It's so true. It's I know true. everyone's like, you need to get on stage every single no, night. Fuck, no, it's a straight white guy who told you that. Yeah, right? I, I am picturing their face. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Fuck that. My therapist calls that history bias. Whoa. So it's just some guy being like, well, this is how everyone else did it. And you know what? We all have different paths. And not all of us are meant to get up every night. And some of us are meant to also have a podcast and also be dancing and like having different shit go on. And it doesn't mean that you're not a comic. I love that. Look at you. Yes. Boss bitch. Yes. How did you start? So you were shy as fuck. I was shy. You went into improv and then you were like, uh, mom, guess what you created? A I monster. I'd, I'd say in high school, I came into my own and like started partying and I was in all the plays. I was president of thespians. Like I was into the acting stuff, I love it. but then I was a marketing major in college. Oh my god! So Gosh, I she's kind of smart too. <laughs> Holy fuck! You went to Emerson, right? I, I went to Emerson. <gasps> oh my! Gabby Conti has been on the podcast. She went to Emerson. I know. And, yeah, we were there at the same time, but we didn't really. I think she was a transfer. We didn't really know each other. Okay, but we did both go to Emerson. Where did you go to school? I went to University of Rhode Island. So more of a party school. Uh, but the theater Love department that. is actually like I majored in theater. You know because. That's, that's great though it was it was great and i like loved it there and i did yeah. all the things you could possibly do like all you know sorority dance all the things but yeah you know but it was for college i didn't do acting really really like i didn't you were just a marketing major i and... was pretty much like okay fine i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna get a real job i'm gonna do real things i i mean and then like a year out of college, I was just had a breakdown. I was like, I want to be an actress. And I hated saying that and I hated wanting it. Mm-hmm. And actress is so not what I want to specifically be. I feel like what we do is not actress. Mm-hmm. Like we're creating, we're writing, we are performing. It's more than just actress. So that's mm-hmm. why I felt so constricted. Yeah, it's not. So in the last four or five years, and then I did acting class at Playhouse West. And it was like these dramatic crying scenes and everything I did was still funny. And everyone would be laughing. And then a girl in my class was like, I'm doing a stand-up class. And I was like, you're not funny. So then I took the class. It was Pretty Funny Women. And I've been doing stand-up ever since. Oh, my God. I know. Do you have a Kleenex? Quick question. <laughs> I do. I Here, can run and get it. Sorry. No, I'll go get it. Why don't you tell everyone what okay. it was like the first time you did stand-up? Okay. So, uh, well, I, I think a really big thing to also talk about is, like, I used to be very self-deprecating. And I feel like that's such a habit and a weird bad crutch. So I remember before my first show, I was like, oh, no, watch me try. (coughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Or see how bad I'm going to be. Thank you. Or like, see if this is going to suck kind of like first show. And then I got on stage and everything went very well, like almost to the point where it's like shouldn't go that well your first time. Mm -hmm. And it's also confusing because then it became harder when I did shows that weren't so easy. Oh, yeah. It didn't go so well. So my first show went very well. What? Do you remember any of, like, your first jokes that you did? I did the dry cleaning heiress thing. Really? Can you tell us? Because, well, I just say, 
I'm a dry cleaning heiress. My family owns steamer cleaners on Ventura and Woodman. So I'm the Paris Sultan of dry cleaning. That's great. I think I used to say I'm known as the Paris Sultan of dry cleaning. And then I'd be like a beat. And then I'd say to no one. But now I'm literally known as the Paris Sultan of dry cleaning. Oh, no. You definitely are. <laughs> like you guys have. Uh, I feel like you've just embraced everything that goes with being an heiress of a dry cleaner yeah. family like i i want to know what it was actually like growing up in that environment too because was your dad in the dry cleaning industry when he met your mom yeah that's so, hilarious my mom was a customer and my dad was helping his friend who owned a dry cleaners and he was like a counter person oh my god i know i know wait uh, yeah Oh my god, tell us. Wait, so your mom just like walked in and Yeah, and then my dad lost her late mother's skirt. <laughs> uh now they're married. <laughs> and they've owned five cleaners together. Like my dad owned a cleaner with a partner and then he owned one on his own maybe and then he owned one with my mom and now they own them together. Oh my god, I love that. But they just have the one right now. Wait, so how like do they ever give you advice on like how they make it work, like owning a business and working together and all of that? Or are you just like not interested at all? I mean, as someone who actively works with them every day, I think the key is that my dad likes to just be at the business. I don't think they work that great together. I think my mom is better at emailing with the Ventura Boulevard magazine and like organizing little PR things and like dealing with the customer service people being yeah. like, she wants them to like say, welcome to Steamer Cleaners. And like, how are you doing? Very well. How are you? Like, she doesn't want them to say, good. How are you? Like, she's all about that. And my dad doesn't care. Yeah. So I think he's more about the numbers and surveillance cameras and pieces and like seeing And you where... need that. Yeah. So I think together they're a pretty good balance, but they do drive me crazy. Do they? And everyone thinks I live with them, which I don't. I do not live with my parents. I know. I At first I was like, oh, she's going to have to come over the hill. And then everyone I was like, thinks that. you live in Hollywood. I no. was like 1.4 miles from here. <laughs> If it wasn't a thousand degrees outside, she would have walked. I here. really would have walked. I know. I love it. I, I have that like New York edge about me. Like I would prefer to walk. 100%. I walk everywhere I yeah. can. Like I walk to the comedy store. I, I will even try to walk to the improv. I'll probably walk to Laugh Factory after this because I think I have a check. Oh, that <laughs> that's a me. Girl. Big money. Yes. <laughs> Clow money. We'll see if it's that Clow money. <laughs> Um, I, oh God, why do people think you still live with your parents? Just Everyone, because I'm with them a lot. I think it's, and that they're local. I think you're so lucky to be with them all the time. I am very lucky. Like for me, it's hard when I go home and have to come back here. I like my mom drove me to the airport and I was crying hysterically like a baby. And she's like, lock it up. Really? Like you're embarrassing us. <laughs> like, I think that. I'm very lucky I don't have that issue of like, oh, no, I want to live in L.A., but I want to be by my family. Like, yeah. I'm very lucky to be close to my family because mm. I think that if I wasn't, it'd be so easy to leave L.A. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. tough here. Thank you for saying that. It is tough. And I'm from here and I don't even want to park on La Brea. You know <laughs> what I mean? What do you find like tough besides parking here, though? Like, what are some of the struggles? Because I feel like from an outside perspective, if people are looking at your social media, if they're looking at like your family and like everything, like they're like, what? Why is she in therapy? Like, why is it hard? Mm. Like, I people That's are confused a really good by that question. I think that like I think everyone should be in therapy. I love it so much. I used to have really bad anxiety. Uh -huh. Um and it's easy to question everything. It's so easy to be like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Like our goals are so huge and it seems so crazy and it's so possible for them to not happen. And it's so hard to be like, no, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And that's the only choice. 
So I think that's a big part of how therapy is helpful. It's also overwhelming, like the amount of things that we juggle and we have to motivate ourselves. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have a, I have a management, but I still have to bring things to them. Mm-hmm. Like they can't just whatever. So I think it's hard to manage everything and social life. Mm-hmm. Like I used to go out a lot, a lot. Like I would go out every show. Really? I would drink on a Tuesday all the time. And now I'm trying to just have more balance and like. Well, yeah, I went to this um, PR seminar thing, I guess you would call it, where it was like a public relations duo. And I think one of the biggest things of advice I would give anyone like coming to L.A. or like pursuing a career like this, they were like, it's not your turn to party at events. Like that's that's a business thing. So I think that's something like we as comics have to look at comedy shows as like every comedy show isn't a fucking celebration. No, you know, and I feel like it's very easy to turn into that. Like it's just a party after. No, I think it gets once you book enough shows, you literally physically can't. Because you have to drive <laughs> from show to, drive, to show. show to show or like I'm going to Hermosa Beach. I'm not going to Uber an hour to like party at Hermosa Beach no, show. No. And I definitely used to do that. I would I would split the Uber so it wasn't that expensive with yeah, whoever else like, was on the show. But. Get wasted. And I do still party, but I feel like once or twice a week, yeah. not four or five times. And I would do it on a lot of weekdays and then I go into work kind of hungover and it just never recover. Uh-huh. So I think... LA is tough in that way. I mean, it's very expensive. Same as, well, New York's more expensive. It's just tough. It's competitive. The people mm-hmm. are definitely more beautiful than anywhere else. Anywhere else. Anywhere. The second you land in any other airport, not throwing shade to any other airport because I love it. I'm like, yes, real people. No, it feels good. It does. It feels good. Even in New York. I always say, like, I'm a New York 10. Like, oh, yeah. But it's hard to be around only, like, beautiful people all the time and compare yourself or wonder... Oh, my God. I went into Jones on 3rd today. And no, was just, why? I, I won't go there. It's so... Everyone was so manicured and perfect and looked like they were either in a boy band or an Instagram model or something. And I was just like, oh, my God. I just danced for two hours and I'm already internally shaming my body. Like, no. what? You have to just be like, fuck it. That's yeah. what I like about actually being from here, though. It's like I have that like, oh, you're not from here. <laughs> Anyone at it. Jones on 3rd today wasn't from here. Yes. Thank you. Like, I'm from here. Like, I'm going to go to dinner in Glendale. (laughs) Like, I love that so much about you because I always see you going to these fabulous restaurants. I'm like, where the fuck is that? I know, like, Petite Trois Sherman Oaks. Oh, hidden secret. I've seen Katy Perry there, Harry Styles, but also we're in Sherman Oaks, dude. (laughs) Chill. I love it. Um, so yes. w- you started doing Pretty Funny Women and you started booking shows. I want to know because this is something I've dealt with and a lot of other female comics have dealt with. I've talked about it on the podcast before. Were you always so open with your parents and your family about dating, sex, body stuff, like all of that? Like they come to your shows. They su- support you. Like they how- come. I don't talk to my dad about dating. I don't talk to my dad about sex. We okay. definitely don't talk about it. But it's almost this thing like when I'm on stage, nothing I'm saying is real, even though literally everything I'm saying is real. Like we just have this understanding that this is like acting. I mean, I have this new joke and I'm like, I just have to fucking say it. Like the first time I said, what's up with guys going straight for the ass eating? You don't know what kind of day I had with my dad in the audience was like, I just saw him after and was like, is he going to say anything? Nope. And that's it. And he's like, you are so good. And I was like, okay, great. Great. Done. Moving along. <laughs> Moving along. I mean, I talk about, I say like it was our second date. So, you know, we'd had sex once before. It's so funny. He doesn't say anything. It's just this understood thing now. I love it. 
But one-on-one, I would never fucking do that. <laughs> it's almost like you're on stage, so it gives you permission to talk about it. It does, and it. my dad's in the audience getting wasted. <laughs> Your makes- dad was so cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Yeah, no, he's so cute, and he's such a good audience member. But, yeah, I talk about these things that I don't necessarily feel comfortable talking to them one-on-one, mm-hmm. but it's almost a way for him to get to know me but not have to deal with it i don't know i think it's cool that he's still like proud of you and still like totally so proud no yeah that's also part of like the history bias where everyone's like like i'm done putting myself down or be self-deprecating where people are like oh yeah my parents are so disappointed in me like shut up yeah maybe they're not yeah my parents are so proud of me and instead of me being like how are they proud of me i'm talking about sex i'm talking about ass eating i'm just like yeah they are proud of me and i'm doing a great job i love and you have to accept it your dad's like chris jenner He's like, you're Chris Jenner. <laughs> oh, my God. No one has said that. That's very funny. <laughs> you can you're have it. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> Do people compare you to the Kardashians all the time? Yeah. Yeah. You hate it? I mean, I just think we're very different than the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm down to be the next Kardashian. I'm down to be, like, a more gritty or real or educated. I like that creative yeah. talented kardashian perfect yeah love it no i think you are you're on your way girlfriend thank you um i also love with your comedy you get away with like leaning into kind of like your valley girl ish yeah. language like all your little like quick like in like in between jokes like you comment and it just works thank how you. did you figure that out or were you always just like that on stage I guess I was always I think that the more comfortable I got the more you can lean into moments or like wink at the audience and things like that so mm-hmm. I think it's just getting more comfortable just committing to being myself and not trying like I've dated male comics where I feel like oh no I shouldn't be cheesy or I shouldn't be any of these like negative ideas they have or like don't show cleavage or don't dress too sexy or don't use my vocal fry like I can't help these things and I you just have to really commit to being yourself totally 100% and that's something like you're stunning like hot girl but you 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 are (laughs) thank you guys compliment corner here I love a compliment corner (laughs) But the thing is, I love that you step on stage and immediately just own it. And the audience isn't alienated by you for some reason. Like they fall in love with you, which I think is a really, really hard thing to accomplish. Things. I think it's part of just saying they're going to love me instead of saying, oh, no, I'm going to be so annoying or like, ugh, aren't I the worst? Like, I don't do that anymore. And Mm. I think I used to do that. I used to be like, oh, my God, I'm too much. Or women are always told their whole lives, don't be too loud or outgoing or like you're intimidating to people Mm -hmm. instead of just being like, no, this is fully who I am. I'm owning it. I'm crushing it. And then people will like it. Not everyone's going to like you, but it's also like, who the fuck cares? That was the perfect soundbite. That's what I'm going to post with the show. And I want everyone to listen to it every single day. Yes. Wake is, up with it. <laughs> who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. Step into your light. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know. Yes. Because you did kind of grow up. Is it the Valley or San Fernando Valley? Technically, I grew up in San Gabriel Valley. San Gabriel. <laughs> Guys, see, I grew up in New Jersey. So I messed that up. Like, I was more residential of la okay it's like when people are from westchester got it yes right it's a suburb of new york city love it i want to know 
what are your go-tos? Like if people are in Los Angeles, where do they go for nails, waxing? You already gave us your plastic surgeon, sushi, tanning, your favorite boutique on like Ventura, the gym, all of these things. I want to know. So everyone, when they come here and they're not going to go to West Hollywood, they're not going to go to Beverly Hills. They're going to go to your hood. Oh, I'm ready. Yes. (laughs) All right. Let me know. And I'm going to write these down. Okay. So eyelashes and nails, I go to LAQ, L-A-Q-U-E, in North Hollywood. They have a very lit Instagram. It has, like, over a million followers. What the fuck? Yeah. It's super great. Really well-priced. Easy parking in a plaza. Oh, there's parking? There is parking. I am there. I actually get my hair done at Floyd's Sherman Oaks. (laughs) No one expects that out of me, and I love it. Your hair is very shiny and glossy and pretty right now. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Floyd's Sherman Oaks. Because now that I don't dye it lighter, because I used to have blonde hair, which was a mistake, that's when you spend thousands... And it looks like straw. Yep. Uh-huh. I definitely <laughs> ruined my hair. That. Bleaching mm-hmm. it in high school and college. I get my laser hair removal at Allure Laser in North Hollywood next to Lack in the same plaza. <laughs> and they're so cheap, too. I need to go there. The I've decided. The first visit, everything's 50% off. Oh, I'm I going. made Audrey Stewart get her mustache lasered for $5. Wait, I was just on a show with her. And she was talking about how she like burned her mustache off because she had a hair bleaching audition and decided she used real hair bleach like don't do that well also she needs to just get it lasered again you have to go back um so allure laser allure laser north hollywood no um i love there's the best breakfast burrito which is lucky boy in pasadena that's a real gem I'm a real big sugarfish freak, though. I, you do rock. I've good. been to every sugarfish, including you? New York. Yeah, do you like, know I've never been to one? I've never. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I've never been to sugarfish. Why? I right. I am really. I'm tough with soup. Like I like like cream cheese and fried shit, and like oh, I'm like. Real so you go across the street. Yeah, here. I get like really sketched out, but I feel like you go to I like wouldn't. sushi Dan. Is yeah. that what it's called? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I need to branch out because that's a good for you. They have eel that's cooked as sugarfish. They have crab hand roll that's cooked. I like crab hand roll. I can get into that. The box looks so cool, too. Like, didn't you get, like, Yeah, but box? let me tell you, that experience costs $62. <laughs> Why? So when you get it, so you go on the menu. What's the box? Trust, Tell everyone. The, so the trust box. me box of sushi. It's, like, six orders of, like, sushi, like, on rice. <laughs> What's that called? I forgot. Ikura? I don't know. That's not. That's fish eggs. Yeah. Um, and then some two cut rolls, edamame, and some sashimi. It says $38. But then you're on DoorDash. Now you're paying the sugarfish taxes and fees. Now you're paying the DoorDash delivery. And then you have to tip on top of it. Oh my it God. goes from $38 to 62 something. That's insane. Thank God you work at the dry cleaners. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God I work at the cleaners. But otherwise, inside the restaurant, it's 38 you okay. know, or That's whatever it is. Or 42 I don't, Or 27 for trust me. I don't know all it's the prices. Fine. Yeah. Google it, people. What are other, like, more specific things that aren't just, like, so obvious, like, in and out which I think we're mad at in and out right now. I can't yeah, keep track. Yeah, I can't keep track of with who it's we're mad at. It's so much. I really can't. Where do I even buy clothes? I've been, like, a real Aritzia bitch recently. Where's that? Ooh, there's one in the Century City Mall. Okay. Aritzia. Um, Aritzia. It's also, like, in New York, in Canada. It's a Canadian brand. <laughs> but... I love Aritzia. I like And Other Stories. Do you show about And Other no, Stories? No, what's that? Guys, we're learning so much. So um, it's actually an H&M, like, 
higher up company that's completely different stores, it's great. Okay. That's amazing. Um, I feel like you're giving us good stuff. How do you actually stay in shape? Because you're thin and like, I feel like you don't work out. So can you I tell really us about that? I really don't work out. But recently I've been trying to work out because I've been dating this guy who is like very buff. Okay. Um, so I've been going to set and flow. I like and I go to abs, buns, and guns because I can only handle it because it's 45 minutes. Yeah. It's very specific. It's in, it's out, and I can walk to it from my apartment. Perfect. Love it. So set and flow, abs, buns, and guns. Set and flow. Otherwise, I just try to like walk around or be active in that way. Yeah. But I need, I'm trying to be more physically active. You have to come to my class. I know, but it's there far. You it's Don't so you far. teach in Santa Monica? Yeah. Brentwood? Yeah, I do. We're gonna you know talk. I'm not. It's, no one's, no one's know I'm not. making the trek. I'm not going to move my car, right? Uh, no, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. Okay. Um, and we're finishing up, so you're all good. Um, before you go, I want to talk about, you, you have scripts going on. Like, you have yes. pilots that I took a pilot sell. writing class that I really loved. Okay. His name is Ben Axelrod. <laughs> Am I not just plugging people? Right. But it was the biggest deal thing of my life. I was actually dating a guy who recommended the class. And we stopped dating, but this class is like the most pivotal move I've ever made in my life. It helped me in eight weeks, you from start to finish, write a first draft of a pilot. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So now I've written three. I've taken the class three times because I need the structure. And it's amazing to have these things and like to register it with like the writer's guild and to feel very like legit. Like I have this and you could send it. I wrote it. Yeah, Yeah. I can send it. It actually got me my management. This is really great. So you recommend that? What's his name? Ben Axelrod. All right. I'm probably going to. He's so effing talented and good. He just has this formula and it's just how to really do it. I'm all about it. So yeah, I'm trying everything. I actually just booked a short film. So I'm very excited to. Yes. I know. I like went in for an audition and got it, which I didn't know happened. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Look at you. Congrats. Thank you. Guys, we have a short film to look forward to. Yes. I do want to know what everyone like. Ever since you were little, like, what was something that people always told you you were good at or that people tell you you're good at now? Like, what's something that always has come naturally to you? This is a fun, good question, but I don't know if there's any. I think everyone was always like, you're funny. Yeah. And I didn't know that that could mean anything. Mm-hmm. What did people tell you? Yeah. Um, mine was more like dance stuff. Yeah. Like, keep your. I did dance. Yeah. I wasn't passionate about it, but like, I did point. I did hip hop, all that stuff. I did dance in high school, too. Oh, my God. Look at you. Just yeah. a jack of Persian of all trades. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I want to know where you see yourself in five years. Like, what do you want next? Put it out there. Okay. I have some, like, easy goals. Like, I want to be on Drunk History. I want to be on Hashtag Dating No Filter. Like, I'd love to be on those shows. I'd also like Emmys for something. Right? Like, writing or being on a show. Like, I want to be on TV. I want to be fully funding my life from my art. Mm-hmm. That's a big goal of mine. Definitely. I'd like to have had a a kid in the next five years you want kids all right yeah do you not want kids i i do but we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> and i'd like to get married oh <laughs> to filmar fuji totally oh what's his name <laughs> filmar filmar fuji no oh phil <laughs> phil i was like your brother's name is <laughs> filmar so many people my dad played football in high school and when he was getting recruited by colleges his name was film too they thought he was an asian football player they thought his name was Filmar and his last name was Fuji. Fuji. So you just made the same mistake. It's That's all like good. when people think my name's Ariana because they'll say, I'm Ariana. Oh, really? So now I say, my name is Ariana. Oh, God. I'm excited to see your brother. I'm going to look him up. Oh, he's tough. He doesn't have social media. It's going to be a tough one. Um, I want to know. So you don't care about sports or the upcoming fantasy football? No. no. Oh, actually, though, the guy I was dating was like, hey, so fantasy football is coming up. So I don't know if I could talk to you for the next five 
to six months. All right, he's dead to us. That's lame. I'm on two fantasy football teams. It's very he's he's capable of talking to you. <laughs> I know. Yes. What? The, oh my god. I know he's garbage he's monster. A garbage can, but he has a hot body. And honestly, I'm trying to talk to more guys now. I think that's good. Do you like to cast the net like wide? You got to have a roster going. Like there was a really good point where I had like two good boyfriends at once that mm-hmm. were neither were my boyfriends, and then one of them broke up with me because I wouldn't be his girlfriend. Got it. So now I'm ready to bring more on. Bring more like on. Like your brother, Phil. <laughs> I'm going to look him up right now. I'm excited. You should. Um, do you recommend Hinge yeah. or Raya? Uh, if you really want to meet someone, Hinge. That's what everyone's saying. I don't know why. All of a sudden, within the past like month or two, it's been Hinge, Hinge, Hinge. Everyone's saying Hinge. All right. This isn't a plug for Hinge. They're not sponsoring no. this podcast. Um, all have right. you had to do apps? Because I know you've had a BF for a long time. I have, but I, before we started dating, I was on apps, and I didn't realize you can't just, like, delete it off your screen. Oh, no. Yeah, we were, like, out to dinner probably six months in, and he was like, pull out your phone. And I was like, why? And he was like, you keep popping up on my friend's bumbles. Like, let's go in. We need to, like, log you out and, like, delete you. And I was like, but it's not on my phone. <laughs> and, oh like, yeah, God. you have to, guys, you have Phil. to physically go in there and delete it. Yeah. It's well, a I thing. know that. Yes. Well, now I do, too. But, yeah, I was on the, I was on the apps. I was kind of before Raya became a thing, though. So it, it was, like, Bumble, I think maybe Tinder. I don't even know anymore. God. Do you follow your brother on Instagram? No, he, he's. Not, I'm not kidding you. Because he, he was a coach at UCLA. Instagram? He was a coach, so like How he like couldn't have him. You just gotta. Google Why do you him. let me go through all these <laughs> steps? I know. I'll, I'll. We'll. We'll figure it out after. Um. Okay. So you made it to the end of the podcast. Oh wow! Thank you. I want. We normally have people do a Lady Gaga read because she retweeted a parody Gabby and I did once, and now I think we're best friends, and she's our goals guest. But because you're a Britney stan. I picked, I have, uh, there's three songs sitting there. I know what I want you to do, but I'm going to let you pick to see if you actually pick the one I want you to do a reading of. And I want you to do it. You could do one line. You could do three lines. You could do the entire song. I want you to do it in like your best San Gabriel Valley. Um, you know, just really let us have it as if you were giving us a conversation as these lyrics. Cool. Yeah. Go for it. I think you want me to do lucky. No? Yes! Oh <laughs> okay. Guys, she picked the right one. I knew it. I knew it. Um, I don't, I mean, people think I have like a valley voice, even though I'm not from the valley. Yeah. No. So I feel like I'll just do my valley voice. Yeah, and I'll give you a second to like pick which part you want to do. I'm going to plug and say thank you again, Meatballs, for subscribing, rating, and reviewing, and most of all, sharing with your friends. That's the best way to find out about podcasts. So yeah, I love it, and I love hearing from you. I've heard from a lot of you lately. So what up? Keep it coming. Um, yeah, and now a fabulous reading of Lucky. Okay. Isn't she lovely, this Hollywood girl? And they say, she's so lucky. She's a star. But she cry, cry, cries in her lonely heart, thinking, if there's nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears come at night? Is that correct? That was great. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's the story of your life right now. I know. Right. That's, that's why I, think I picked it. the only it. thing is missing is like a guy who loves me. <laughs> Who's obsessed with Who's you. Who's obsessed with obsessed me. Obsessed with What you. I'm equating to love. <laughs> Which is fine. It's, it's fine. Same it's thing. fine. Um, I'm obsessed with you. Thank you. Yes, I'm please. Obsessed with you. Oh, thank you. Um, pimp yourself out. Tell people where they can find you and all that. Um, I'm very good at Instagram at Ariana Badassery. I do a lot of shows. 
She posts about the shows. I post about the shows. I'm going to be in Hermosa Beach Are you on doing the Magic Saturday. Club? No, I'm doing this like Don't Tell Comedy Oh, okay. That's thing. awesome. So you can go on Don't Tell Comedy for the Hermosa Beach tickets for Saturday. I'm going to be at Laugh Factory on Tuesday doing a pretty funny women's show. Um, yeah, and I post everything. I'm around. Oh my gosh, you're amazing. Well, Thank I hope you. to be on a show. We had you on Fuck Mary Kill, and yes. you killed it. Thank and you. And you're amazing. And the funniest thing you did, you thought one of the guys was really hot that plays on my boyfriend's softball team. And yeah. then the second he said he was an actor, you were like, oh, fuck now. Yeah. <laughs> and then just... he banged someone else on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I really did have a chance, and then I kind of was over it. Yeah, your spidey sense really kicked in, and you're like, I can't uh-uh. do it. No. It's okay. I'm proud of you for that one. Thank but you. he was cute. Everyone was like into it. But I was not for you. Um, thank you so much thank for being you. here. Thank you. Tell your parents and especially your dad. I said, what up? Okay, definitely. Yes. Will. And that we have to get pizza together. Yes. Very soon. All right. <laughs> and meatballs. Thank you so much for listening. Meatballs. You can find me at Jacqueline Marfuji and all the social media fronts. Um, if you're in Los Angeles next week, I will be at the Roxy Theater on the goddamn Comedy Jam. And it's going to be really Ooh. fun. Uh, so you should come on Tuesday. Uh, anyway, I'm Jacqueline Mark Fuji. This is What's Your Jersey, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all superstars. 